the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Knowing who you really are and who you might think you are could be two different things, as we'll find out next. We all have an idea of who we are, and unless we are in Christ, it's probably quite wrong. Welcome to Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community in Livermore, California. Today, we're back in Galatians. Pastor Napoleon turns us to chapter 3 in a message he's called, I Know Who I Am, and it is learning the truth of who we are in Christ. You see, once we know who we really are, it liberates us to live a life based upon that truth, upon that knowledge. With more, here's Pastor Napoleon in today's program. If you don't know who you are, your circumstances will convince you that you're someone that you're not. But at some point in time, you've got to grow up. Can I have an amen? He says he doesn't differ at all. They look the same. But this one has something different that's in store for them, even though they look just like the other people. And sometimes when we're going through life, this is the, the dichotomy. It's the, the confusion. Sometimes we see this happen. Man, why am I up and then I'm down and I'm up and I'm down? What's going on here? Then sometimes I got money, then I don't got none. Then I got, and then you go through the process and, and, and if we're not watchful, the ups and downs of life will convince you that you're not, you're not an heir. But you got to know that. The devil's not going to tell you. These streets not going to tell you. The drug dealer and the gangbanger are not going to tell you. The, 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 the man that comes into your life that just want to have sex with you, he's not going to tell you. The, 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 the lady that just connected to you because she's looking for a sugar daddy? Come on. Oh, y'all know. Y'all, where my amens at now, ladies? Where my, lady, where my amens at now, ladies? She's not going to tell you. <laughs> as soon as you start going broke now, now she want to leave now. Now, now you want to leave. You got you to gotta understand who you are because it's going to be life. Life happens but if I know who I am and I'm an heir and it may it doesn't seem like I differ than than anybody than a slave because look at my situation or what I'm going through it doesn't seem like I differ but I gotta know that no I'm a I'm a I'm a son of God though I'm a son of God I'm a daughter of God What's going on in your life? I don't know, but I'm, I'm God's child. <laughs> I, 
Man, you sick. But I'm God's son. I'm going to get up from here. You got some problems, but I'm still God's child. We're going to make it through it. And what happens is you get to a place where you're so secure in him that it confuses the devil that you're not confused. Can I have an amen? You're so secure. It confuses him when he doesn't know what to do. He told, he said, hey, God, if you let me touch his body, ain't that what he told Job? He'll curse you. But he was so set on God. He would not be moved. Job would not be moved. This is the challenge that we have, but we got to know who we are. Can I have an amen, y'all? He says here, he says in verse 1 and 2, let's read it again. Now, I say that the, that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all. But as under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the father. Understand that for the Jewish nation, when they came out of Egyptian captivity into the wilderness, God gave them the Ten Commandments. He gave them the law, the moral, civil, and ceremonial law. He established that with the children of Israel. And the law was a schoolmaster. It was for an appointed time for preparation. It was the guardian and the steward you're going to see here. To help the people to understand that, that they needed a change of nature, not just a change of circumstances. Their blessing was on them. But they needed to understand that the blessing wasn't just about what God was going to give you externally, but what God was doing in you internally. And the law was there to remind you. The problem was the law never supplied the power to overcome their internal condition. The law told you that you were wrong, but didn't infuse within you the power to do right. So, but it was necessary. Somebody say it was necessary. It was necessary to help to awaken people's, the Jews' conscience every year that they were sinners and that they needed the blood to help them and to, to make a propitiation for them and to cleanse them. That they needed that every year on the Day of Atonement. The priest would have to go in the, the Holy of Holies with a rope around his waist. He would offer up the sacrifice. And every year they were reminded, you need God. You need help. Your nature needs to change. But here comes Jesus. Once the guardians and the stewards have done their job and the right time came. This is what he's saying. But when the time came... That the father had purposed what happens. God begins to give us the revelation of, of grace and faith. And how now we have a new covenant in Christ. Christ tells you that you're wrong. But then he empowers you not only to do right but to be right. Oh my goodness. So now Christ, he begins to. 
share with you his nature and causes you to understand that you are an heir and you receive this blessing by grace. It's not your power. You receive this message, this blessing by grace through the release of your faith. And now you're in a stable position. He stabilizes you. So from a doctrinal or scriptural or doctrinal standpoint, we understand that. But sometimes in your life, on the, from a natural standpoint, you're in a position where things are going on or you feel like you're in a pinch. And God has you there and there's lessons that he's teaching you until the appointed time to transition. Just like what he did with the law and grace. But your life sometimes is a matter of law and grace. That you're, I'm in this position, it seems like it's rough and tough, but something's getting ready to break for me. But I'm in this holding pattern, and God is, but God is working on me until the appointed time. Hey, let me say this to y'all. Sometimes your circumstances, they're your teacher. They're teaching you something. They're teaching you right now. It's a guardian and a steward, and it's teaching you. It's teaching you a little bit of something about you. It might reveal some things about some other people. It's a, it's a, it's a schoolmaster. Something, your circumstances sometimes is teaching you and, and revealing something. And then when the time has come, God begins to release you. He begins to dispense his inheritance. He begins to release more grace. He begins to deliver you over. But sometimes you're in a hot spot. Let me ask you this question. What do we learn in those moments though? What are you learning? Because that's, that's the purpose of God. God is, what are you learning? What did the Jews learn? Did they learn their lesson? Did they learn the lesson? That they understand that you need God. And all of your religiosity isn't it. It wasn't an image of God that brought you out. It was the living God <laughs> that brought you out. What are you learning? And I think that's the most important thing is we look. And, and for us, we have to see that even my circumstances sometimes is teaching me. I've got to embrace that. I'm an heir. And I'm willing to embrace that because I know that I'm an heir. But if you don't know who you are, as soon as it starts getting a little troubled in the water, you start screaming, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Jesus is on the back of the boat sleeping. Why? Because <laughs> he's the king. Sometimes we start panicking. We start flipping out. You know, one of the things that I love that I love to study is I look at Nehemiah. They start getting into trouble. He comes and he runs into he runs into the the temple. When you get into trouble, what I've learned to do in life is is learn how to when I got turbulence is to rest. Not panic. Because you panic and make bad decisions. And then it's a sign that, you, that you're not in a position of just, it doesn't mean you care, 
but I don't care to the point where I give my, my emotions over to whatever the devil's trying to get me to do in haste to make a mistake. You got to have wisdom. Slow it down. Slow your brain down. Can I have an amen, y'all? Slow your brain down. You know, it's crazy because you guys know that I'm a high school football coach, and, and I've been in some, we've, in our last five years, we've been in some crazy situations. I mean, we played for state championship, you know, sectional titles and all this other stuff, and we, you know, we got championships. We got championships, <laughs> all right? So, but it's pressure. It's pressure. You're sitting there and the, okay, coach, you got to call a play. I'm like, I start speaking in tongues. <laughs> no, no, don't speak in tongues, coach. Call the play. Like, well, that's all I know what to do right now because I'm tripping. This fourth down and one, what are we going to do? <laughs> but pressure will make your pipe bust. Can I have an Amen. You got, but it's, but we have to learn how to settle ourselves. Why? Because I'm a son. And what I need distributed to me in that moment, the Lord will give so that I can make the right decision. For all of us, we have to see. Sometimes we're in a situation and our, the guardians and stewards are doing their job, which could be your circumstance until a point in time of the father. Release them. And one day, watch this. One day, Joseph went from the prison to the palace. And one day, he went, one day, he went from being in the prison. And the next thing you know, he's in the palace. And then the the you know, the Pharaoh makes him the, the leader of the whole third in charge in one day. Stop thinking it's going to take 30 years for God to get you right. Can I have an amen, y'all? Just rest in him. Now, look what he says. Because here's the doctrine in this. Look, 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 look at the doctrine in this. He says in verse 3, even so we, when we were children, we're in bondage under the elements of the world. He's talking about the, the old covenant and whatnot. He says, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, law of Moses, that we might receive the adoption as what? Do you know who you are? That's my question. You have been adopted into the family of God through your faith in Jesus Christ. You have become an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. Do you know who you are? And do you know who your father is? Do you know his power, his ability? Do you know his wisdom and his knowledge and his insight, his ability to transform? Do you know his ability to move things and to shut things? Do you know his ability to open doors for you? To speak into your life and to infuse within you life and to empower you, to invigorate you, to raise you up when your head starts falling down. 
Do you know who your father is? Do you understand the value of his word and his promises in the things that he's spoken concerning your life and that he loves you more than you could ever imagine love, what love is? And that he sustained you even before you were saved, he was sustaining you. So why wouldn't he sustain you now when you saved? Do you understand the power? Do you understand the vastness of his inheritance? How much that he has and what he possesses that that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein, that everything belongs to God. If he wants to take your car, he'll take your car. If he wants to take your house, it all belongs to him. Everything belongs to him. Can I have an amen? The earth belongs to him. Pluto belongs to him. Saturn belongs to him. All of it belongs to him. The moon belongs to him. And that's the father that said to you that you got an inheritance. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. And when we get settled in this position in our lives and really know who we are, there's a rest that I have through my faith in Christ have become a child of God. Now, look what he says here. We're going to close this out. Look at verse 6. And because you are sons... God has sent forth his spirit, the spirit, he says, of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. So now I have the nature, I have the nature of the Lord, the nature of God has been infused within me, and then now God has sent forth the spirit of his son, the Holy Spirit. Now he rests within me, not just upon me, but within me. Now the spirit of God, I become a dwelling place for the spirit of God. Now watch this, y'all. And now as you become a dwelling place for the spirit of God, he's given you the ability to, to have this revelation that God is my Abba. He's my father. What about your circumstance? He's my father. What about this person walking out on you? I still have my father. What about this person coming into your life? I still have my father. What about them kids you had? I still got my father. (laughs) Can I have an amen? Man, you lost your job. I still got my father. Man, you preaching now. God is moving in your life. But I still got my father. That becomes the bedrock from which everything in life springs. And we, and, and we have to anchor ourselves to this truth. Because life is going to be ups and downs, y'all. It's just called life. And the devil's trying to kill everybody. But we got the Spirit of God, and greater is he that is in me than he that is in there. Can I have an amen, y'all? That, that he that is in the world. And I have to be in a position where I have this revelation down. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Now look at verse 7, y'all. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through who? Through Christ. That I don't do, this didn't happen on my own. Somebody died for this. 
Somebody was buried for this. Somebody rose from the grave for this. Somebody is sitting, whoo, it bring me to tears. Whoo. Somebody is sitting on the right hand of the Whoo, I'm sorry. That just hit me, y'all. I'm sorry. Whoo. Somebody is sitting on the right hand of the Father for this. And life is life, but I know who I am. I know what I used to do. And what I used to do was cool. But while I was doing that, I still know who and knew who I am. What I do is not who I am. Because what you do is going to change. But you got to know the one who died to make you a son and a daughter of God. And he has given you his spirit and has given you the ability to cry out, Abba, Father. And has set you in a healthy place of revelation. You got to know that, y'all. Man, that thing hit me in my spirit. When you get to a place, and in that place, now you stop worrying about everything. Can't even drive the car without you worrying about everything. Just sit back. We're going to make it. God's got us. Can't get on the plane because you're worried about everything. The plane's going to go down. Well, if it go down, we're going up. All right, so praise the Lord. If it go down, we going up. I'm not tripping, you know what I'm saying? Can I have an amen? Stop being afraid. Get on the plane. Let's get there. God's got the plane in his hand anyway, so we're going to make it. And then we're going, because I'm a child of God, you can't scare me with that. Devil, you can't scare me with that. We're going, we're going to make it, then I'm making it back. In the name of Jesus But I'm not afraid to go down because if I go down, I'm going right up. So praise the Lord. Let's go. Get on the plane. Can I have an amen? People are afraid of everything. But you don't know who you are. That's why. (laughs) Know who you are. You're an heir. And a joint heir, he says, then an heir, he says, of God through Christ, that it's not me. I know it was Jesus who did this for me. He did it for me. Saints, I want to remind you of this. Because the world right now and the culture is trying to redefine what a spiritual person is or a Christian is. They're trying to tell us who we should be. And they don't even read the Bible. They don't even know. But, oh, you're acting mean. You're, you're not acting like a Christian. Well, how about Jesus went into the temple and he made a scourge and, and started tearing up stuff? Well, he, that, he, what, that wasn't the real Jesus? Okay. Don't try to tell me who Jesus is. And don't try to tell me who I am. Can I have an amen? Because I know who I am. Saints. We have to get to a place where we stop allowing society to tell us who we should be and who we are because they don't know. Stop allowing your circumstance to convince you that you're not who you are. Know who you are and rest in who you are and stop being so insecure. And let me say this, and I'm going to close for the fifth time. Let me say this. You know how us preachers do. 
Man, y'all made me forget what I was about to say. I just had great revelation, man. Oh, I had a good one, man. Oh, Lord, bring it back. Bring it back, Lord. Bring it back. Bring it back. It's gone. <laughs> now, listen, let me say this. Let me say this in closing for the sixth time. Saints, you're in a war right now. And don't you let the devil lie to you and you receive what he has to say. Take these scriptures and you meditate on this until you get it so ingrained in your spirit that there's nothing that anyone else can convince you of otherwise because you've allowed the Spirit of God to make this revelation your revelation. Thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. This program is a production of The Well Christian Community, and we pray this message has blessed you in a special way. If it has, please let us know by contacting us today. You can write to us at The Well Christian Community, 2333 Neeson Drive. We're here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also contact us by phone at 925 925- 292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. Learn more about us as well as drop us an email at our website, thewellchurch.net. Again, that's thewellchurch.net. On our website, you can also click on the link to access our page on Facebook or search for The Well Christian Community while you're on Facebook. You can also follow Pastor on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman. All one word. And then we would invite you to join us again next time as we continue our studies in God's Word for times of refreshing. Until then, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life, and may He bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.